You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome to Revived Devos. Today's Devo is by St. Augustine. And I had not come yet to groan in my prayers that you would help me. My mind was wholly intent on knowledge and eager for argument. Ambrose himself I esteemed a happy man as the world counted happiness, because great people held him in honor. Only his celibacy appeared to me a painful burden, but what hope he cherished. What struggles he had against the temptations that beset his high station, what solace in adversity, and what savory joys your bread possessed for the hidden mouth of his heart when feeding on it, I could neither understand nor experience. Nor did he know my own frustrations, nor the pit of my danger. For I could not request of him what I wanted as I wanted it, because I was debarred from hearing and speaking to him by crowds of busy people to whose problems he devoted himself. And when he was not engaged with them, which was never for very long, he was either refreshing his body with necessary food or his mind with reading. Now as he read, his eyes glanced over the pages, and his heart searched out the sense, but his voice and tongue were silent. Often when we came to his room, for no one was forbidden to enter, nor was it his custom that the arrival of visitors should be announced to him, we would see him reading to himself. After we had sat for a long time in silence, for who would dare interrupt one so intent? We would then depart, 
realizing that he was unwilling to be distracted in the little time he could gain for the recruiting of his mind, free from the clamor of other men's business. Perhaps he was fearful that, if the author he was studying should express himself vaguely, some doubtful and attentive hearer would ask him to explain it or discuss some of the more difficult questions, so that he could not get over as much material as he wished. If his time was occupied with others, and even a truer reason for his reading to himself might have been the care for preserving his voice, which was very easily weakened. Whatever his motive was in doing this, it was doubtless in such a man a good one. But I could find no opportunity of putting the questions I desired to that holy oracle of yours, unless it was a matter which could be dealt with briefly. However, those surgings in me required that he should give me his full leisure so that I might pour them out to him. But I never found him so. I heard him indeed every Lord's Day rightly dividing the word of truth among the people. And I became all the more convinced that all those knots of crafty trickery which those deceivers of ours had knit together against the divine books could be unraveled. I soon understood that the statement that man was made after the image of him that created him was not understood by your spiritual sons, whom you had regenerated through grace, as if they believed and imagined that you were bound by a human form. Still rejoicing, I blushed that for so many years I had attacked not against the true faith, but against the fables of fleshly imagination. For I had been both impious and rash in this, that I had condemned by pronouncement what I ought to have learned about by inquiry. For you, most high and most near, most secret, yes, most present, who do not have limbs, but who are holy everywhere and nowhere in space, and are not shaped by some temporary form.